the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Welcome back to another episode of Name Image Podcast. Another little extended break. We're just, we don't mean to do it, you know, at once every two weeks, but like we said in the last one, life just kind of happens and sometimes it's hard to squeeze it on in there. But uh, we decided today was important. It was really important. We have to be here for the listeners, for the people. We are a pod of the people. You know, if that was ever in doubt, let it be known here on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Uh, but I'm here as always with my just one of the best friends I could ever ask for in the world. Got me on, on the court for the Jazz today. That was fun. We were shooting some hoops on at the, at the Viv today. Big Mike, how we doing? Listen, I'm glad the the, the hoops was was the highlight of your day. The the Mexican food at lunch was my highlight. I mean, Shout I, out Cancun Cafe. I I think I think it. We can we can both agree, and I think a majority of our listeners especially could agree. The Spanish Mexican culture has it figured out across the board. The food's great, the drinks are great, just kind of like the overall cultural Vibe. and everything is just great. Like, it, yeah, very like they're hardworking people, but they're also like relaxing, family more. It's always a party, fiesta all the time. Like, I fucking love it. I love it. Love it. So, so we got we got full bellies. You got a little little marg action here on this <laughs> Friday afternoon. We're feel, feeling pretty good. But uh, but we're not here to talk about Mexican food, even though we probably could could have a whole pod probably easy, just talking about food easy, in general. Uh, but we're here to talk all the stuff that's happening in the world of college sports. I think this this week we're going to change up a little bit. We're gonna gonna rattle off some basketball. We are right in that that time frame of basketball where you know March Madness. Like there are some bubble teams kind of you know like making some moves. Like for example, University of Michigan's kind of making their run right now. I'm sure they'll still make it in. Uh, other than that, though, there there hasn't been a lot of like monumental shakeups. Um, there hasn't been a lot of crazy upsets or anything like that. But Mike, where do you want to start with in in terms of college basketball? <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, outside of Duke, like you said, I I've watched uh, you uh, Houston and UCF last night. And to your point, we're at the time of the season where we're we're not like yes, ranked teams are playing, and a ranked team will fall to either a lesser ranked or non ranked opponent, but. Especially in that you the Houston game we watched, people were just tired. This is the tired point in the season. Like the the days are short. You know the the game they're running two three games a week. Like it was a very sloppy game, especially like I said in that game. So not a ton. I wish we had more in depth analysis. But outside of Duke, I mean, not nothing really. Like Providence is a fun story to watch because they're ranked eight. And me and you talked about it at lunch. Like if they could just stay the course and win out their you know respective tournament, like perfect that that clears up a spot there and then maybe opens up another spot for like a, a big 10 bubble or you know a, a bigger school bubble if you will but yeah right now i, I think we're just kind of counting down the days to the the conference tournaments right and then yeah when that happens that, that's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of games and in, in kind of a short span of time because right now you get the one or two a week and you know when you're michigan state you, you win one you lose one we're just the most up and down team it, it's really it's kind of just bizarre you know this is like the first team in a while where you know michigan state just doesn't have like a leader a, a go-to guy right, which, you know, right. a 12 point lead against penn state because we just we just needed one guy to hit a shot and just couldn't do it right and it's just, oh, there, there goes the fucking dog going crazy you gotta you love it jeez it's just you know never a dull moment in these house with these goddamn dogs but as i was saying yeah with michigan state it's, it's one of those where it's just hard to watch now i mean i, I have it on I, i'm watching it but now i'm trying to occupy myself by doing other things so i don't have to watch to be honest uh you know i'll, I'll watch it when it counts i'll watch it during tournament time 
big game tomorrow coming up against Illinois. Um, and, you know, because we, we do still have to win a couple games to uh, to get on get on the board for sure. I think we're in the tournament, but, you know, still got a little bit of work to do. Still got a little bit of work. So, right. And I, I think that the, the story that you just outlined for Michigan State is the case for like you could probably take Kentucky to keep him out of this conversation. Maybe, you know, like a Wisconsin, but they're not at the caliber team or they just have the guy that can kind of get him through right. the holes. It, it, this is the part of the season where it becomes air apparent which teams have that guy and which teams don't because it's easy to come out when you don't have a leader in the beginning of the season. Everybody's playing with their hair on fire, their right. energy, everybody's got their legs. Like you, you can just rely on talent to get you there. And these are the like I said, like the just the longest stretches now where it's just especially in game, like you're gonna go through four or five minute stretches, like where you just have to be able to rely on a guy. He doesn't even necessarily have to go off. He, he just, right. just needs to need, like, blow, blow with the other team. Like, like just, just stave him off. Exactly. Like eight points in like in like kind of that crunch time. You just need like two big shots. And that's right. what it was in Michigan State, where I was like, okay, if we can just have if, if we if there's like three minutes left, three or four minutes left, if we can just make one more basket, we're good. We'll put this away. What happens? Right. Dribble down, turnover, they go the other end, boom, now their run starts. And it's right. just like that's how quickly it is. And you just need somebody to be able to stop the run. And that's just kind of what we're lacking right now. But well, and and Duke Duke almost has too many guys. <laughs> that's what and that, that's exactly what I'm gonna say. Like Paulo Benchero, by all accounts, should be the guy, right? Like, like he should be the guy. Like when when everybody's kind of tired, we're play, you know we're getting to the you know halftime, maybe like coming out of the second half. Like he could he's the guy that could go get you those buckets and kind of stave off the run from the other team. But now AJ Griffin is also that kind of guy. Like like he can kind of right. they've done a nice job of kind of counterbalancing it. But it it could be a problem down the road where it's like they start seeing like you know a little bit of deer in the headlights, especially in tournament time where it's do or die, and then it might become a problem where like you know Paul is trying to shoot him out of it, and then AJ is trying to shoot him out of it, and you kind of go away from like actually playing you know fundamental basketball. So it, it it's a fine line, right? Like like you you want to have the guy, but it, then on the other side of that token, teams can figure that out, right? Like teams can figure it out. They can shut down that one guy, and then you got to have the second string guy kind of come in and do it, but. Right, and, that, and that's and that's where at least Michigan State, and this is just still the same comparison to Duke. Like at least there's some seniority, there's some le- like some some veterans laying around that, that have seen this and they've been here before. Duke, it, it was apparent in the Virginia game, especially he got down in the stretch, and Virginia just kept just kept chipping and chipping and chipping, and then they let it come down to the last shot, and they just had a brain fart on defense. And you lose at home to Virginia, and obviously Virginia's an okay team, but right. that you just can't have that in the tournament. So, it, like, right. like we said, it's this is the time of year. Like, listen, like you get rest where you can. Like, you know, maybe dial down the practices a little bit. Like, get some get some fresh legs under them. But like, you got to kind of try to polish this up a little bit before it, conference tournament, and obviously, especially the big dance. Will Coach K make it to the big dance? That's the real <laughs> question. Dude, I wasn't even sure if he was going to make out a locker room. I, I was working that night, but all of a sudden Twitter starts blowing up, and it's like Coach K did not look good, and he just got escorted to the back. Like It was like, is he is he actually going to croak on the throne? Like is uh, like you always joke about Nick Saban might just croak on the sideline. Coach K is going to be the guy who croaks on the sideline because I don't know if he knows a life outside of Duke basketball. Like it's right. the brotherhood. And sometimes he loves it too much. That story came out where – is it is it – is it our back? Is that who it? What? Ah, uh, yeah, it's yes. I think you're right. I had to pull it up somewhere. Let me pull it up. But yeah, I know. I think you're right. Yeah, where they, 
I gotta find it now because like, <laughs> the name because I just read I I just read an article by Nicole Auerbach and I'm like I'm I'm sure I'm just missing that mixing that up but basically Coach K calls all the shots Duke, Duke was like hey we want this guy to kind of be our coach and he he called him and was like I do not want you to be the coach this is gonna be John Shire's team and it's just like yes. dude like at what point you just gotta get out of the way dude like. Is John Shire even that ready for Duke? Like, go coach actually somewhere first. Like, you know, go coach a decently big program, then prove you're ready for Duke. Because if, yeah. if you only get one shot at this, like, if if John Shire starts out and it's a rough first season, he's probably not going to make it to season two. It, well, it, 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 I think because I hear you out, right? Like, like a job like Duke, like you in in theory, you should have somebody who's kicked the tires on all levels of basketball coaching. Like, like obviously he played at Duke. Obviously he knows the game, but like you would think that you just want the guy who's been a veteran in some sense in the coaching world outside of just the assistant coach to, you know, coach K. But I, I, I think when you look at a job, I think the Duke job, especially and maybe uh, I'm not sure the relationship that Tom Izzo has with his assistants. And like, if he has any former players, it's, it's going to be the, handed off to an assistant. Yeah. Dwayne Stevens is likely going to be the next guy. And I, and I feel like those are, by design, because obviously you can go out and you could put the Duke coaching job out for, you know, put put your feelers out and you can get the cream of the crop of dudes who are having success at the D1 level elsewhere, obviously. But I, I think it, I think what Coach K is doing, and especially with John Shire, is that he's looking at it and I, I think he knows I got kind of away from what Duke basketball was. Like, he's a competitor. He wants to win. So, like, obviously he had to do it. It's a lot of one and dones now, so I think that Coach K, being a realist, is understanding there is going to be a little bit of a lull in the handoff. Like, like I think Duke will probably have a relatively down season next. I'm looking North Carolina. Yeah, they they went through the same thing, and that's what I'm saying. I but I think he's looking at. It, he's like, I would rather have a guy who has his entire adult life from the time he was 18 till now, he has been in the Duke. The Brotherhood. I, I hate that we keep calling the Brotherhood, but it is what it is. He's been in the Duke Brotherhood since his entire adulthood life. Like, he, like he's been in the Brotherhood. He knows Duke. He's played for Duke. He's coached for Duke. I think he's going to instill it in John because John was part of that era of Duke where it was you didn't have one and dones. You had really hard nose, like fundamentally sound, like you know, you had the rotation of guys who were there for three, four years. So I think maybe he's like, I, I, I want to get it back to where we were. I did what I did. I went and did the one and done route, but like I, I want John to get us back to where we were. Right. I'm sure, you know, I, I think Duke, yeah, little old Duke, just the, the same. We're little, a modest school. It's a modest little school, you know. <laughs> North we can visit campus. It's pretty cool. A lot of it is under, under construction, but uh, it is pretty Pretty cool. Oh, so. you went you went visited Duke's campus? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. When it, I went it, out in North Carolina for it's that pretty, baseball it's pretty tournament. Cool. Oh yeah, it's it's a pretty cool campus. It, like it, it, especially, I'm assuming you went and walked around like Cameron Indoor, mm-hmm. the, the yep. football stadiums, like right out back behind. It. Like they have a pretty cool like because it's kind of tucked in the woods. Like it's like yeah, exactly in the it's woods. Like, yeah, North Carolina cool. State was kind of cool too. It was more just kind of like in a town ish, if I remember. Yeah. It was a, it was yeah, a beautiful Asheville. area. Yeah. Like all three of those schools are right. There's like a triangle of North Carolina schools with Wake Forest, North Carolina State, and, and Duke. And then all in the middle is, um, uh, what is it? Is it, I want to say Durham, but I'm probably wrong. Anyways, you're not here that's, for fucking. That's where, yeah, it's geography class. But yeah, Durham. Yeah, Durham is like the big city adjacent to Duke. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be what it is. But anyways, yeah, I mean, that's basically our college basketball talk for now. It's just, like I said, we're getting there. When when the tournament hits, it'll be fun. We'll have a lot more, like, talking about brackets, talking about upsets, talking about betting. Like, there's going to be a way more, 
way more right. stuff to talk about. We are just right in it where it's like the people who love college basketball, you watch it and you're just sitting there and like, why am I here? Like, why am I doing this? I just watched 16 fouls in a row and, and everyone clank half their free throws. It is, and, it is yeah. tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but li- listen, hey, I will say shout out to our, our main man beats. He was he was showing me when I was back at Denver this weekend. He was showing me his his run that he was on in college basketball. <laughs> the dude just has it figured. Like he he didn't he, maybe he did explain it to Tommy Amaker. Tommy Amaker. That's who Amaker. that's who the name was. Not yeah. our back. Yep. <laughs> that's that's responsible reporting right there. Nicely done. But yeah, Be- Beats has it figured out. And he, I don't know if there is a lot of rhyme or reason, but like the dude just been on terror in college basketball betting, and like and not like big primetime games. He just bets like every possible game that ever is on television. That's it's awesome. Incredible. But yeah, that, yeah. but that's the thing is like I can't I can't pay attention to all those games. Like we got to work. We got, you have a baby. Like college football is one day. I mean I know they play right. weeknights, but like it's pretty much one day. Like I just have right. to really focus. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. So. Uh, with with that, that's good good segue. Uh, we got some college basketball talk, or not? Hey, we just hey, did hey, talk about hey, college basketball. We got the, hey, 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 Kyle's hey. tired guy. He, he he spent all of his energy dropping fucking NBA three pointers. He's tired. He's white. Dude, I was I was lighting it up. He saw it. I was wet. That was sick. Wet. Uh, college football, baby. Uh, we are back Whoa. as always, just like we never left. Uh, there's some good stories. I, I'd say the biggest story is. Uh, lo and behold, they're going to stick with a four-team playoff format because the NCAA hates fun. And just like you said at lunch, Mike, they're just going to wait for the bag and until they expand. And here, like, I, I'm not a smart man, but like, it's take every network, put every network, and say, hey, listen, put out a bid. What you would pay to have a call? Because what you go to eight teams, that's what four? How many total games is that the first round? Four, four games, right? Mm-hmm. Go to CBS, go to ABC, go to NBC, go to ESPN, go to Fox, whoever, and say, listen, like, how much would you pay to have this? And then ESPN can take the semifinals and the the championship like they already do. Like, I'm sure that's how it would work out. But, like, if you put your feelers out, and I'm sure they're doing it, but they're just, like, they know what they have, and they're just being buttheads about it, and they're just waiting for the just the undeniable amount of money. And I know NBC right now is sniffing around. Like NBC is looking into like getting the Big Ten rights and things like that. Right. Um, There's the alliance between the Big Ten and the ACC that that they're trying to kind of join up for scheduling and things like that. Those are two big ESPN partners right now. But yeah, NBC they're going to be. There's just a lot of money to be thrown around, and so it's going to be Georgia, Alabama for for the foreseeable future. And if you're into that, great. But like you said. (laughs) It's the journey to get to that destination. I, I could not watch the national championship probably for the rest of my life because Michigan State's ever going to be there, let's be honest. And I'd probably be fine with it. it. It's a good game. It's fun, but it's just it's the same. It's going to well, be the same thing. And what they're depriving us of is, is people are going to sit there and the millions of people listening to this podcast are going to sit here and they're going to say, well, inevitably, right. even if you had four games, it would still be Alabama, Georgia. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I, I right. leave so much meat on the bone of college football at the end of the season when we kind of just laid up with these bowl games that players nowadays are kind of just sitting out of if they have NFL potential, like, and I, I can't blame them, but like, it just give me, give me a chance to see, you know, the Notre Dames or the, the whoever's that are on the outside looking in Oklahoma state this year. Like, just let me see them in the football playoffs and just let me see what they could do. Like maybe they put it all together. Maybe Oklahoma state beats Georgia. Maybe like, maybe it happens. Like, just give it to me. Like, I just, like, even if it ends up being Alabama, Georgia, I don't care. I just want to know what could have happened. Right. And now we just get to hear ESPN drone on about uh, expansion debates. Like, you know, it's just like it gives them even more content to talk about because it's like, well, what if there was an 18 playoff? Well, these teams would be in. This is how it should be. And this and that. So it's like, oh, right. cool. Like, I don't know and who it, watches ESPN anymore, but like, yeah, yeah enjoy that. And like, ha- have fun with that. It's just, it's just annoying, really. It's just like, it, 
that's just how the NCAA always is. It's like, oh, here's a smart, obvious thing that would probably make everybody happy. Here's what we're not going to do because we're just going to wait for more money. Right. It's like, yeah. You know, well, in my thing is like, it's I, I just I don't I don't see like how it doesn't like not all and not everybody benefits. Not all parties benefit from this. Like you're going to get so much money. You're going to get so much more, you know, advertising sales, merchandise sales, all these different branding deals. Like it's just, everybody benefits from having it. And and then, like I said, for all we know, you could have a, a NCAA basketball tournament esque Cinderella story. You can have Oklahoma state just rattling off a dub. Maybe gets hot. Maybe goes to the chip. Who knows? Right. Yep, but you know, so whatever. It is what it is. It's still yeah, college football is still great. Uh, like on its face, it's still the regular season's awesome. If if we do get this alliance where the like uh, the first couple games in a season are going to be really fun, where it's like right. good Big Ten ACC matchups, you know, Big Twelve kind of sprinkled in there as well. There's a whole Big Twelve expansion right. debate, all that. Like when when everything goes through, it's it's not like it, like people who are putting all their eggs in this playoff basket. It's just like it's. It is what it is. It, right. It's yeah. always going to be the haves, the have-nots, but it's just like, like I said, it's very predictable. Very well, predictable. It, it's just like, it's, you know, it's it's like my wife. It's like I, I as a human, she my loves wife. me. I, I could be better. Like, there's always room for growth. That's what, that's what we want, NCAA. We just want some growth, all right? right? Just be a little bit better. Be a little bit better. That's all you have to do. Um, some other news. Um, some, you know, the transfer portal is still a cooking. You had uh, the, the the great video for this week was was Arizona State. Um, they're really really good quarterback. Uh, Daniels. Uh, he's intending to hop into the old transfer portal. There's that awesome video online of all his quote unquote teammates going through clearing out his locker, basically calling him a bum. <laughs> you know, just like he was, he sucked anyways, like things like that. It's a great video. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. Uh, that's kind of the risk of that transfer portal though. And, uh, and especially like if there's ever a program that I just love to see fail for some reason, I just love seeing Arizona state fail. Cause they had this, they had the whole Herm Edwards thing. They're like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. Look at this. He's going to do so well. And he hasn't done shit. He hasn't done shit. It's, just, <laughs> it's a train wreck right now. Absolute train wreck. So, uh, I'd love to see it, but, um, a lot of hurt feelings, you know, that, that can go into the transfer portal. And while we're talking on the transfer portal, uh, this was also a really good, good headline. Um, uh, former Oklahoma head coach, uh, <laughs> Lincoln Riley, he's, he made sure to say that he didn't take players from Oklahoma. He took players from the transfer portal. So, <laughs> you know, it just, just in case any of you Oklahoma fans were worried, he, he did not take from Oklahoma. All right. I don't want to hear no boohoo. And he took them from the transfer portals, what he said, those players had, he said, those players and their families had to make a decision to, to either stay at that university, just like any other player has to make or to enter the portal where they can be recruited by anybody in the country, not just Lincoln Riley. He, they could have gone anywhere. It just so happens that they basically followed that coach uh, right to USC. Yeah, it, 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 people who are getting upset about this are one, just they just need to take a take a look in the mirror and just relax. Or two, just never played like sports because if you played sports growing up, this happens all the time. Like it happened, like started little league. Like one one dad would go off and start his own little league baseball team, and then, like all the other you know players would follow him. Jesus, is there anything else in your house that wants to go off? Right. Who's calling you? Is it your boss? You got to work no, or Any hoosers. I'm just saying, like, if you didn't th- see this coming my way and you still think this is, you get upset about this, I have, I have no words for you. Like, it, it, it is what it is. Like, who, who cares? Like, right. ethical, not ethical. At the end of the day, like, it's, it's legal by NCAA standards. So you're just going to have to get over it. Oklahoma will be fine. They will recruit another good quarterback. They will yes. continue to recruit really right. well. 
Right. Um, other news, we have Jim Harbaugh. He's a Titan State, Michigan. Yeah. Five-year extension with basically a non-existent buyout. So it's basically, we were listening to that pod today. It's like, you're, you're basically half wet with Jim Harbaugh and University of Michigan. And as a Michigan State fan, and especially our Ohio State fan listener as well, uh, cool. Uh, like I'm happy that Harbaugh is saying I know what to expect every single year, and it's just going to be uh, you know a good team, but never never the Death Star that we like to bring up. It, uh, they're going to be there or thereabouts, but they're going to be beatable every year because boy do we hate Jim Harbaugh, and he just does not know how to stay out of his own way when it comes to uh, billboard right. or not billboard material. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, oh yeah, message board material, right? Where it's right. just. He makes the comments and things like that. But yeah, they agree to a, a five-year extension. It's, you know, I think like seven and a half million, something along those lines. Um, but yeah, uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm happy that he stayed because if he leaves, then you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, Michigan could figure it out, but they're still a little behind on the NIL. They're starting to loosen it up a little bit and actually like be like, oh, maybe we should like commit to this a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not concerned. I'm just no, really not concerned. No, it, and and. I'll tell you one person who's not happy for him, uh, our our dear friend Paul Feinbaum down in. Oh, he, that's great, He man. blasted him. He was he was essentially his quote was, uh, I think it's preposterous. Jim Harbaugh did not want to be there. We all know that this marriage is going nowhere. Which he's not. He, it's every it sums up everything that you just said. Right. It, okay. Like Harbaugh tried to clap back and then Feinbaum said, cool, you've made one playoff appearance in your seven years there. Like Alabama and Georgia, the rest of the SEC were really scared. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> like, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like Paul Feinbaum is sitting on his SEC throne and he's like, you can't, nothing Harbaugh can say is ever going to get under Feinbaum's skin or be clapped back because it's like, he has a point. Like you, you, all the stars aligned and you got in and then you just got demolished by an SEC school. Like, yep. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's it's one thing like we're not even talking about this if he didn't go and interview for the Minnesota Viking job on signing day like it, I think there's there's truth to what Feinbaum said I think I think that Jim Harbaugh was kind of like halfway out the door and then something that we may never know kind of happened in the negotiations with the Vikings and he was like oh well you know what like I'll probably I'm just gonna stay in Michigan and then now it's like okay, like he's kind of bought half back in. Like, how, like how does the locker room respond to that? How do these recruits respond to that when it's like their signing day and shit? And like they're they're seeing headlines about their coaches leaving to go to the NFL. Maybe like it's just so bizarre. But I'm like, all right, like four more years of you know you're not going to beat Michigan or not Michigan. You, well, you probably won't beat Michigan State, but you're definitely not going to beat Ohio State again in the next four years. Like I just don't right. think that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And then you have Fickle staying at Cincinnati. Um, the whole Brian Harson saga down at, at Auburn, it's just bizarre. Just read into it. If you haven't been out of the loop with that, uh, it's bizarre, but I guess Auburn's keeping them, which is just kind of wild to me. I still think that was the worst play call in the history or worst decision in the history of decisions by him not deciding to go to two, go for two against Alabama and just win that game. It's like, you're already having a shit season, Auburn, like just go for it. Who cares? Right. Right. Uh, So anyways, yeah, it's, uh. And the thing with Fickle, and I, and I think that you would probably have a different opinion based on what you were starting to say before we started recording. Yes, yes, Cincinnati's going to Big 12. Yes, bigger platform, easier, you know, way into the playoff picture. I I just, I don't know if I agree with it, Kyle. I, just, I don't know if I agree with, like, because to your point, like Auburn, like it, that job could be open tomorrow for all we know. Like, you know that people were knocking on the door of Luke Fickle. Like, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if LSU maybe gave him a call before they hired numbnuts. Like, it's, a, it's a bizarre decision, yeah, especially because he wasn't really – he had, like, no Auburn ties. Like, he's done well at Boise State. Like, a lot of people – the blueprint for Boise State's fine. You just get – 
like you just are good enough and you play in a winnable conference yeah. you know it, the, the whole thing's just been bizarre right the whole thing's just been bizarre to begin with but uh yeah it's just uh, good for you i guess yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how that pans out um right. brian, brian kelly settling in at lsu and how that's going to pan out and then yeah nick saban's still just sitting there just laughing at the whole thing just being like you guys are all idiots like well, good luck it- and that's what I mean. I, I'm just I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at SEC right now. This is probably the first time since we can remember where you, you obviously have the powers to be that are Alabama, Georgia, but everything below that is kind of up in the air a little bit. Like like even if they do have a coach and they do say they're committed to a coach, like that could change in a year. Like I if I'm Luke Fickle and, and maybe it's not just maybe I'm too narrow here. Maybe he just doesn't has no interest in being SEC, but like. I just it, Cincinnati's great. Cincinnati's good. The Big Twelve move will probably work out in your in your favor, hopefully. But like, you're a hot commodity. Like, like why wouldn't you at least go kick the doors on a program that's like like all in? Like it's SEC football. Like it, like when they say it means more, like it truly does mean more to those those idiots down there. Like they love that. Why wouldn't you just buy in? Like I admit, again, I don't know. I'm not a football coach, but am I crazy, Kyle? Like w- w- would you at least if you're Luke Fickle, would you at least you know took some calls, heard him out a little bit? I don't know. I think he's just in a good spot. Like you're in a winnable, winnable conference. You recruit the area well. You have tons of ties to the area. Um, you'll maybe just wait for that Ohio State job to open, which you, you know you never know with Brian oh, Day. And, oh, okay. Like you're, right. you know, just there's right, no point because right, if you extend right. too far and if you go to a big, big program and it doesn't work out, well, like that's just going to be kind so, of. A, he's a little bit better than um, God. I just face his name. The guy that went to he's coaching Minnesota. Uh, 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 Fleck, PJ Fleck. Fleck. He, he's he's a little bit more of an accomplished version of PJ Fleck, is what you're talking. Right. About. Well, I think I think what, yeah, what you were finding out about PJ Fleck, that's probably his ceiling is Minnesota. Really, I, it's like he's got a good culture there. You know, they don't have a huge history of winning, but he's doing well enough. You know, and and it's not like Minnesota fans are really clamoring for much more. I, I see. So you're 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 in the camp of like. Don't put yourself in a spot where you're under immediate scrutiny the next season. Right, yeah, because as long as he's at Cincinnati, even if they were have, even if they were to have a bad season next season, they would still say, "Well, you're at Cincinnati. They don't have the resources. They don't have this and that." And then, like, right. he'd still get a higher gig if you right. go somewhere big and it flares out. Like, you you can be an assistant moving forward, but like, it'll be unless you're Lane Kiffin, who kind of just keeps bouncing <laughs> and figuring it out. Which I love. We love Lane Kiffin on this podcast. Uh, yeah, like, just you're young. You got plenty of time. Like. The money is going to be there. You're getting paid now. You're getting paid a, 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 a damn good living just to do what you're going to do. Like, don't open yourself up to the uh, to the scrutiny yet. Like, you got time. Just wait. Lay in wait. You know, lay in wait. And I, I, I think he'll end up uh, on the top. Uh, he'll, he'll be coaching a very big program here in the next three years. So let, let me ask you this last question on Cincinnati. Let's say college football, the committee pulls their head out of their butt and they do open it up. Do you think Fickle is is all of a sudden like a a reoccurring guest in the college football playoff picture? Like, do, like, do you think he will have that much success at Cincinnati even when they move to the Big Twelve? Yeah, because I mean, the Big Twelve's losing if it all goes to plan, right? They're losing Texas and they're losing Oklahoma, right? So True. it's still you'll have like Oklahoma State and those types of teams, but it's 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 still going to be very winnable. Like they they competed ish right against right. um you know it was bama right they, they right, played bama. Right, yeah. right. it's like they're there like they're close enough right. yeah no i think they'll still for sure be it's just like how utah joined the pac-12 and and still did very well i think that's gonna be very similar very similar to kind of how utah's been you know making these big bowl game appearances 
making the Rose Bowl kind of every two or three, like a cycle every two or three years, you're there or thereabouts, you know, but I, I think Fickle will be gone before, before I probably before that expansion even hits, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. I guess I'm holding out faith that they'll just pull their head out of their butt next year, but who knows? But so, oh, I, I, I mean, okay, that that makes more sense now. You outline it like that, but I, I just think the Big Twelve. Like, okay, you're going to go win the Big Twelve, but I think I think given the moves that are happening and the, the remaining pieces, like if Oklahoma State doesn't continue to be just kind of a, a powerhouse and a threat in the Big Twelve, I think that that Big Twelve might just die on the stem. Like, I like they may just. <laughs> Like if, if Cincinnati goes there and like, you know, hopefully Cincinnati keeps it up, but like if they don't have a, a, a actual contender, the big 12 may just fall on the wayside because it, there's not a lot going after that. Like Baylor. Okay. Like, yeah, they're usually okay. But outside of that, like there, there's not a lot of schools that are, you know, exciting, exhilarating places to go play for. Like it's right. It's, and it would be interesting. Like, I'm excited to see how BYU fits in there as well. Like when this all actually happens, like it's, right. it's not obviously, is it, it's not next season. Uh, that's something oh. we were going to look into. Like, I think it's still a year or two out. Right. Right. Um, let me see. But yeah, I'll like before this, that's, that's my daughter in the background. La Okay. She's like, you guys should have done your research. Like, well, you know, we oh, were uh, we were yeah. drinking margaritas. Layoff. Right. Let's see here. Yeah, 2024. Okay, yeah. So we still got two two years. But um, yeah. So outside of that, especially with NIL and things like that, you know, you see a lot of more teams kind of starting to figure it out. So yeah, I, I finally found it. So yeah, Michigan <laughs> launches their NIL. It's called the Victors Exchange. And how Michigan is that? But it's the same thing that Michigan State did, where it's like there's basically a, a portal, portal um, that yeah. like businesses go on. They see whose names are in this portal, and they're like, hey, I want to work with this guy. Yeah, you know, I want to get this guy a deal, and, and away you go, right? So it, that way, the school's kind of compliant with it. There's not anything under the table. I'm all for it. Like we said before, I'm all for it. I think the NIL is only going to move college football to, to to greater heights, to be honest. Um, and yeah, it's about time that Michigan State uh, figured it out. But uh, I, hey, we got spring spring practices. They, they are starting. Most spring games are here in March. So I, I, I do like kind of the spring season because there's just so much hope. And then when that spring game happens too, there's just like a, a more and more, there's like the whole summer of just speculation. Like, oh, did you see that freshman? He made that one catch. He looked really good. I bet he's going to be playing time. And then you'll never see him again. Michigan <laughs> State was famous for like, you'd have that receiver who balls out, gets a few one-hand catches and you're like, oh, right. that's sick. Never plays. Right. Or he does it, play and he drops every passage thrown to him, <laughs> then he transfers. That's that is exactly what's happened. During the spring the spring games is where we as a college football fandom turn into like every every like Texas high school football. Like you know, like they all the old guys go around and watch a practice, like, oh, we're gonna be good. That's just what we turn into. We're like we can convince ourselves that any team's gonna make a run for it, and then never works that way. But God, it's nice to see sometimes. Right. Oh. Right, but yeah, we're we're right in the thick of it, you know. Just this is like, yeah, we are firmly planning the off season. Listen, um, when the tournament rolls around, watch out. Like we're we'll we'll be we'll be ready. I just I, like yeah. I don't have the brain power to keep track of all these games on a night to night basis. Like right, I, I'll, I'll keep up my Duke. I like Michigan State because obviously Skip likes Michigan rooting, State. Yeah, but. rooting interest. Yeah, but I guess <laughs> last thing in college football uh, is Miami back. Dude, I mean, we were, like we we're talking about before, like they they just pulled down, and this is the next season. Keep on, this next season. They just got crystal ball. Like this is the next season recruiting class. So he hasn't even really had his hands, you know, all the way in the mix of this recruiting class. They're they're ranked in the number fifteen spot for the best recruiting or the fifteenth best recruiting class, I should say, for next season. 
I mean, it's I know it's fifteen, but there's a lot of D one. They, they always tend to recruit well, but I think they have the quarterback now. Love Tyler Van Dyme, Van Dyke, obviously, but you know we we like our our Van Dyme out there. I think he's doing really good. And then you just need a coach who's not going to put up with bullshit, who's not going to let things go behind. The player's going to respect. And yeah, you, you take one look at Mario Cristobal and you're like, yeah, this guy's a fucking monster. Well, that's exactly like, listen, like you, you look at it this way, like you're getting raw material. How do you refine that material? Like, right. like how, like, and the ACC is so winnable too. It's so winnable. It's, it's like Clemson is on the way. Like, listen, Dabo Sweeney was sitting on some dude's lap. Like it done. You're done. Like no more. <laughs> like it's over. Clemson's a wrap. Like it, nobody, it, I've never been to the actual town of like where Clemson's at, but like it, nobody wants to go there. It's a shithole by all accounts. Hey, they so, peaked. They peaked. So, you right, know, and right, it's, right. it's good to see. I mean, that was a, a great run by them, but no way they're going to be able to replicate that moving forward. No. It, for so well. to your point, if you're Miami, you're in the NIL era, you're in the Cristobal area. You got, everything is trending up for you right now. So you just got to cross your fingers and hope and pray that like the pieces you have right now are going to put it all together and just, just make gold. Like just, just make it happen, baby. We want Miami to be good. That's, that's what it is. I know Brandon's not going to listen to this. Brandon, we no, want Miami. To no, be good. no, Brandon, Brandon, listen, Brandon's, he's on his 17 leg parlay with, you know, women's ping pong league in Russia. He, he has no concern Captain for bots and friends. Yeah. Yeah. Captain, but that's what we should start calling him. Captain bots. Uh, but yeah, like and it's just, it's outside of Miami, right? Like, like I want, I want USC to be good uh, just so I can, my dear friend, the Donnie brothers can just cry a little bit. And that's, that's me, <laughs> but it would be funny if they just went and just had uber success. Right. Like, I want them to be good. Utah is going to keep doing their thing. Utah has their lane. Utah knows what they're doing. Right. They're gonna stay relevant. They're not going to try to do too much. Perfect. Who knows? Oregon, Oregon's always prone to maybe turn it around. Like, like they, they're, they're just one recruiting class away from maybe turning it around. It feels like. Just give me variety, just variety. So, so when we do inevitably end up watching Alabama, Georgia at the championship again, at least we have some some variety and different tastes of the mix leading up to that. Love it. Well, with that, as as Lila starts to cry a little bit more <laughs> in the background, I think, we're gonna call, I think we're gonna call it there. Mike, anything else we want to leave our listeners with before we head out and enjoy the rest of our weekend? No, no, no. If you want to come uh, play Fortnite, you know, King Bob. We'll be in the bayou. You know, yeah, bounty hunters. Yeah, all right. You're, you're, Louisiana you're, bounty hunters. You're only, the only swamp you're going to be in is the one where you change diapers. All right, yeah, son? Like, probably you're, it. You're, you're done. Your life is over. Probably it. Well, I'm glad we got this out. We had to get this out there for the people. You know, we couldn't take another week off. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we'll be Kyle. We'll back next Donnie. week, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll be here next week. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Maybe it's two weeks from now, but... Uh, it's gonna be a surprise. Keep you on your toes. Hey, Coach, Coach K, watch. I mean, if, he, if he goes down, right. again, we might yeah, might have to have an emergency pod. Yeah, yeah, throwing out the eulogy out there. So uh, for Big Mike uh, and to our listeners, thank you. We appreciate it. We hope this uh, brings a little bit of enjoyment to your week as you go into the weekend here. And uh, that's just what we're here for. We're here. Uh, we're here for the people. So for Big Mike, I'm Kyle. Thanks for listening to another episode of Name Image Podcast. Like, review, subscribe, share it with a friend. Tweet us. No one's tweeting us. I'm not tweeting anything. Brandon yelled at me because I said that Mike Woodson, head coach for Indiana basketball, is a bitch because he was complaining to the refs about nothing about you <laughs> yeah, know, a you, player clapping at you, another player and he made him get a technical. You you did you 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 do every now and then you do hijack the old the old podcast Twitter for your personal. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't tweet it from the personal account. I, I don't look, look I, like a psychopath. I, I love looking on there, and, and I feel like I've mentioned before, but every time I go on our Twitter feed, it's just every Spartans parody account, every Spartans beat writer. It's just, it's I've just, been I've been mixing it up a little bit, yeah. Right, been, but, but it's the ones we interact with the most, so the algorithm's just like, oh, this must 
be a Michigan State pod. Yeah, right. That that's the problem. Yeah, the algorithm took over and it's just, <laughs> it's just game over after that. So cool. I'll go well, I'll go following like uh I wonder what happened to that guy who poisoned the Auburn's trees. I wonder if he's right. in jail. His yeah. daughter's his daughter's name is Alabama. I remember that. That's kinda of funny. <laughs> I'm gonna go start following dudes like that. I'm just gonna start following the friggin' message board kings. I love it. I love it. Well cool. Thank you as always for listening and uh yeah, we'll be back next week. Maybe we won't. Who knows? You'll see. Stay tuned. Love you. Skip. We know Skip. Mm-hmm. Skip. I know Skip. Yeah, yeah. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm-hmm.